The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Are you ready? It's time for your weekly dose of Wayne's Comics. Welcome to episode 227 of the Wayne's Comics Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It's always fun when Sam Johnson and Mike Gagno come to town to talk about their Almighty's series and the latest versions that they're releasing. The latest book is just coming out and they're wrapping up a tour promoting an R-rated version of one of the Almighty's comics. We discuss what the R rating means, and I get a little fixated on that at times, which probably annoyed Mike and Sam quite a bit, but it's all in good fun as we promote their excellent product. We talk about the Almighty's and what we have in the future in store for them, as well as other projects that they're working on. You can find out the latest at their almightysamass.com website. If you know who the Almighty's are, or even if you don't, be sure to listen because you're going to enjoy what they have to say. There's a lot to get to, so let's get to it. Welcome back to the podcast, Sam Johnson and Mike Gagno, the creators of The Almighties, a team book in its own right, and other good projects. How are you doing today, Sam? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Wayne? Good. And you, Mike? I am good. Okay. Sam, why don't you start off with talking about the latest developments we have in The Almighties? What's going on with that? Okay, so what we've got out at the moment is uh, the Almighty Zero R-rated edition, uh, which is basically a new edition of, of Zero. The R-rated is, is basically just an excuse to cash in on the success of Deadpool because ah. we've got a Deadpool parody cover. So there's nothing too uh, troubling in the content. It's basically the Almighty Zero with all the, sensor, uh, the censoring taken off of the swear words. Uh, so we've got that out now. Uh, you can get it at Comixology. Uh, and um yeah okay now i gotta ask you though you said the censoring was taken off did the original book have all the r-rated words in it yeah that uh like asterisk exclamation marked out ah okay so, so it is good. it's it's the same it's just you know because we've established the kids love swearing after the dead <laughs> <laughs> uh we, we thought we'd uh 
as i mean it's it was an excuse to put out a new edition because the the and i've realized this is partly down to a, a technical problem i had with the file uh, server that the original zero was being downloaded from a lot of people didn't pick it up it didn't get the review coverage it should have um and now having corrected that problem and this new edition out it is and is is going down well i'm pleased to say oh good now, who provided the curse words? Was that you, Mike? Uh, I think we both put in our fair share. Now, I am, I am definitely, uh, I guess, prone to including swearing in any story that I write whenever <laughs> I can get away with it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure a number of them came from me. Okay. Um, but we really, we had a lot of, uh, there was a lot of collaborative work. Anytime we write a script together, there's a lot of collaboration. We kind of go back and forth and, 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 you know, tweak and rewrite each other's bits and give each other ideas. So it's, it really is, uh, I don't think you could pinpoint where <laughs> the swearing came from one or the other. It's kind of a, a amalgamation. I just wonder if you. There was fit- a, a lot of a lot of thought went into those swear words, though. Just <laughs> yeah. Just saying. I just wondered carefully if, chosen. I wondered if somebody want, liked certain words versus others, and you know, you wanted to make sure your curse words got included somehow, or <laughs> how that. No, happened. I mean the, the swear words to, to be actually serious for a moment. Uh, it's all there's nothing conscious about putting those in. Those those come from the characters. It fits the feel of the book, as I say. In the original edition, yeah. there. It was censored out. Um, the Almighty's one was was rated teen plus, so it, it entirely fits the feel of of the book. Okay. As I say, also the 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 link with the the Deadpool thing is we've got in the Almighty Zero we introduce our Deadpool parody character Wayne Winston. The cover parodies Deadpool's New Mutants introduction from uh, yeah New Mutants ninety eight. So uh, yeah, it was it was kind of an excuse to to put a new edition out. Okay, so there's no unicorns in this book now, is there? Is that what no, I know, I know you had a problem with that in, in Dead. <laughs> yes. But don't let that put you off from seeing it. As I say, it's it's very much in the context of Deadpool, and it's poking fun at pop culture. But no, no, your unicorns in ours, no. Okay, that's good. Although I think in the future maybe we should try and find a way to inject a unicorn into an <laughs> yeah, almighty well, story. <laughs> I'd, I'd stay away from the phrase inject a unicorn no. <laughs> <laughs> okay well Sam why don't you for people who may not know what the Almighty's is about why don't you give us a brief description of it and the characters you uh, provided for the book okay so the Almighty's were a, a bunch of uh, of superheroes of, of sorts brought together by a, a dubious uh, guy who had set them on on missions that were supposedly taking on threats to America but turned out to be set, serving this guy Whiteout's own agenda. So once they found out what his true motives were, they disbanded. And uh, in this uh, the issue zero, we've got Joe Cyborg, a shady uh, guy working for the White House, looking at putting them back together as a sort of off-the-book strike force. The characters comprising the Almighty's, my one's a Miss F, former downtrodden housewife, uh, whose husband wouldn't let her use her powers, and now she's broken free and she's she's using them and trying to be the best hero she can. Uh, Stefanos, guy that works in a kebab shop, no apparent reason for him being there, and Maxitron, who's a, a kind of uh, Iron Man-esque armored 
arrogant but with uh, some sort of deep flaws behind his arrogance and and no sort of sense of he, he and miss f have a bit of a thing and he doesn't seem to know when is or isn't the right time to get into a domestic with us such as the the tendency is to do it in the middle of a fight mm, great <laughs> all right and mike your characters uh, I uh, I contributed as well the uh, character Mason, which is a character that I had pre-existing from uh, some some kind of action violence comics, and he's essentially uh, he's a psychopath that's uh, an agent of the of the American government of the CIA who does black ops wet works. He's completely uh, off the books; no one knows who he really is, and uh, he's kind of like the Punisher's worst nightmare. He's the Punisher dialed up to eleven, mm-hmm. um, and, and the other character is. Nightfang, who is a, a cocky British punk rocker who happens to have the curse of the werewolf, so uh, um, he he can transform, uh, and he's basically uh, somewhat of like the Hulk of the team, if you want to see it that way. Um, so he's kind of the the muscle, and uh, both of those characters play really well off of the rest of the team of Sam's characters. Um, simply because uh, we continue to play Mason straight up seriously the way he would be in, in any of his other appearances, but it it helps kind of enhance kind of the satirical uh, moments of the stories because it's you know it's so ridiculous playing these other personalities off of his and and him essentially just doing all he can to control himself and not just kill them all mm-hmm. uh, because he's been ordered not to. Mm-hmm. Or kill others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big a big thing in. There's a second edition of of the Almighty's One Out as well, where we've got a parody cover of the the infamous um, Batman bitch slapping Robin panel mm-hmm. featuring Mason and Nightfang, mm-hmm. and Mason's biggest sort of itch he wants to scratch in the first one is is you know he's quite restricted being on a superhero team. He's he's constantly asking if they can quote unquote bend the no killing rule mm. so he's he's quite constrained in this environment and nightfang also is is not really a, a good guy as such he's he's more there for the paycheck and in in the almighty zero we we kick off with joe cyborg reviewing the rest of the team with stefanos because this stefanos inexplicably has some sort of link to the white house and is, and is trusted by both mr cyborg and barack obama so joe and uh Steph are going through these dossiers to see if any of them should not make the final cut of the team and the biggest question mark is Nightfang um, as his origin is, is revealed in in the issue zero and you can see why this guy is possibly not he's not exactly Captain America or Superman <laughs> Uh, and the the backup, should he or any of them not make the cut, is is the Deadpool parodying character Wayne Winston. Mm-hmm. Now you, you we mentioned- get a big introduction to him as well. Sorry, Karen. That's okay. The the, the I'm kind of fascinated because you know President Obama's in there, and yeah. you know he'll always probably be in the book. But what happens if Donald Trump wins the election? Are you guys gonna have to change the book around? How's this going to work? Or, or Hillary Clinton? Are you going to have to move things differently? Are you going to move in a different direction? Or is it going to basically continue on the same way? No, Obama is only in the book so long as, as he's Prez. So he, he won't be <laughs> continuing in the book because obviously he's, he's going to be coming to the end of his second term. So who, and please God, not Donald Trump becomes the next president may may factor in, um, but with the third one already in the in the works, we've got there's a flashback 
bit with Obama and then it's actually kind of moving away from the, though Obama played a, a key part in the first one Joe Cyborg works for the White House but say what he's going to be doing is 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 off the books so it's we, it's to be determined whether whoever the president is will have a role in it yet it's going to be more this is Joe Cyborg's dubious grey area super team strike force is what they'll become. Mm-hmm. Are you with him on that, Mike? Do you want to have... Uh, yeah. You prefer not to have Mr. Trump be in charge of the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Short answer, yeah. Well, but, but, he, he, but he's just ripe for all kind of satire and all kind of joking. Oh, he, he is. I don't think that qualifies him to lead a nation, though. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean... I think he's an entertainment figure okay uh and i'm i fear that people will mistake entertainment for qualifications okay yeah Uh, it's uh i was having a discussion with a a friend about this and it's like well yeah it might be rife for us to make jokes about you've got to weigh that up against the potential of him destroying the world (laughs) (laughs) yeah essentially so so you both prefer hillary at that point then hell yeah Okay. All right. So that's where we're if it's standard. between if if it's between the two of them, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I really like I mean, the idea of seeing Bill in the White House again. That <laughs> I just think that to me is entertainment to have him kind of be in the background, just every once in a while, come out and play the saxophone or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be that, nice. Yeah, could bring out that old suit of his as well. If it's probably been yeah. dry cleaned by yeah. now. <laughs> well, they said yeah. he, it's okay for him to be entertainment because he's not the leader at that point yeah. you know it's okay for the well, they, they, they say that the interns are getting nervous though should he get <laughs> so we'll see about that so anyway there's well, all yeah. you know american american <laughs> politics is just full of all kinds of comedy hate to say it it's just uh, yeah. not that the british uh government isn't full of fun too but uh oh no i'm sure we could we could match you i don't know if you heard anything about david cameron and the pig's head yes yes oh that's a good story so there's yeah. man there's all kinds of stuff <laughs> you could you know you could make a spin-off of the almighty's that was in british based or canadian based and yeah. do all kinds of fun because the Canadian government's had all kinds of fun stuff too yeah as well so man it's just government they, they, we got to find a new way to elect officials we can't do this anymore because it's just sort of crazy but uh, yeah. anyway we, we need to hire them somehow let them present their resumes and we'll have somebody or some board or something pick hire them yeah because this is just a mess <laughs> just. yeah I don't Without getting too heavy and off topic, mm-hmm. uh, it has puzzled me for years now how it is that elected officials can be passing laws and making decisions that are not popular with the people who voted them in when they're supposed to be representing the people who voted them in. Mm-hmm. But that's just an observation. Maybe the <laughs> Almighty's could take over and it could uh, yeah. they start to run the government and stuff like that. Well, yeah. I think Stefanos could do a good job because he's already running a, a kebab shop. Yeah, I mean, he knows business, <laughs> I guess. I guess exactly. that's the one plus Trump has, too, yeah. <laughs> so, Although, look, I mean... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, well, let's review where we are as far as the Almighty's go. You had issue zero and issue one, right? Those are what's out right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, is there an issue two in the work? Are you guys working on uh, another book coming out? Because you know, I, I hate to tell you, but you've got Civil War in the next couple of weeks, and you know, <laughs> dude, those whole things started off with some sort of a parody on the Avengers, and of course, now you've moved away from that. But every time I hear an Avengers movie, I think, isn't the Almighty's going to come out with another book about now? So. Well, there is actually, um, there is tying in with that. I've done like a little 
Civil War promo thing. I'm just going to, because I can never remember the exact quote. I'm just bringing up Facebook while we're on this because I've got it uh, as my current profile picture. There is, there is always going to be that parody element. I mean, it's we, we've moved away, but it's it's a you know it's a fundamental part of the Almighty. So yeah, what what I've got as my current. If anyone wants to add me on Facebook. Um, I've got about room for four more friends before Facebook stop me. Uh, but yeah, um, the Civil War Two thing that Marvel have been running is is something like um, something like safeguard the past and build the future or something. Mm-hmm. So we've got the Almighty's one, which is parody in that campaign with with Stephanos, and the, the tagline is protect the past, fuck up the future. <laughs> <laughs> there, is a, there's been, there, there is a context for it because um, Mr. Obama in, in the Almighty Zero at the end of issue uh, one our agent Coleslaw got uh, off by a, a giant robot Hitler and Joe Seibel wants to bring him back they saved the brain and Joe Seibel wants to bring him back as a brain damaged uh, synthetic cyborg so Obama doesn't really want coleslaw coming back as a vegetable um but for reasons unbeknownst to us he can't override even though he's the president he can't override joe cyborg so he, he sends uh stefanos back in time with a cosmic cube type thing mm-hmm. to uh to try and save agent coleslaw before uh the adult 3000 fries him I just love that yeah. name, Agent Coleslaw. I think that and anybody who watches Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Will, will get the joke on that one. So that's really good. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. So, okay, so what, if you guys are working on Agent on book two, and do you have any ideas to when that might hit uh, in a couple well, months, the end of the year? What are you guys aiming for? Because of it, it the the time that I mean they're they're kind of like one shots effectively. So it's not it's not going to be an issue to it. It'll be a, a new number one, and it won't be till next year. Now, Alianora, the artist who's who's been the main main artist on on the previous two books, is is working on it. We're up to about page sixteen of it at the moment of of about twenty four pages mm. with the artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going quite well, but. Um, I'm also working on a Miss F comic, mm-hmm. and we want that to. I'm actually discuss this with Mike. So yeah, sorry, this <laughs> that that had a problem with because Pablo, one of the other artists, was working on it, and then he, he he found the American style of comics isn't something he wants to pursue. So I've only li- literally just put Eleonora on that, mm-hmm. and I want that to come out before the next Almighty's because it kind of bridges the gap between where we are now and the next one. So it's going to be a while before the next one so i would suggest people uh fill their boots with issues one and zero okay so uh, as far and as then check out miss f when it comes out so that's and then check it. out miss f which is also going to be a while <laughs> okay yeah. so uh, is mike you're going to do uh, books on your characters too how's this going to work is this is miss f uh, kind of the only one until the next one I I always have my own projects and stuff going on. Right now, I'm actually pushing uh, a novel that I have out, a zombie novel called The Island of Dr. Morose, which is obviously a tongue-in-cheek play on The Island of Dr. Moreau. Um, But in this case, it's the post-post-apocalypse, 
uh, and society's rebuilding. And while that's been going on, a mad scientist, for lack of a better term, has developed the ability to enslave the remaining zombies and use them as labor with cybernetic control collars. Mm. And he's built a, a, an island paradise for the wealthy off the coast of Haiti. And, uh, of course... Nothing could ever go wrong because human technology <laughs> never fails, and, 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 and that's basically the the premise of that that book. And so the soft cover is already out, and the hard cover is coming out on Friday, May thirteenth. Oh, cool! So, good release where, date. Is this where Donald Trump goes after the election? Is that what happens for the world? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, those are the year projects you're working on. That's a perfect segue there, yeah. by the way, Mike. Appreciate that. Sam, what are you also working on? So you've got these good things happening. Of course, you do your stuff about you. You write things about Marvel all the time. Of course, being a big Deadpool fan and all that, you must have loved the movie. So, what other things are you working on as well? Uh, yeah. Geek Girl is the big one, mm-hmm. uh, and the timing of this is is good because I've I've just put out the first sort of official. Though I've been teasing it and putting preview pages out, there's like a Geek Girl Facebook group for a long time while it's been in the works. It's now um, just about ready, so I've put out the first sort of official promo piece for it so geek girl is the hot college chick that lands a pair of super tech glasses give a flight and super strength but they also mess with a brain which she doesn't know isn't aware of the initial impact of this is it makes her super klutzy um so basically she she kind of falls into this she gets these glasses on a whim and falls into this world of, of superheroics. And what happens, there's been a, a Geek Girl Zero uh, setting things up, but the issue uh, one kind of um, recaps that, so you don't need to worry about whether you've read that. But uh, what's going to happen in issue one is, there's a, and there's a free um, preview digital comic, which you can get if you if you Google, it's geek-girl, and it's an issue. So if you Google Geek Hyphen Girl and then ISSW, you'll find the free preview comic. And as as we see in that, what happens in the first three pages of issue one is she's out sort of trying to be this superheroine, flying around looking for crime, doesn't really know what she's doing. She's on the phone to her best friend Summer saying, Am I am I doing this right? I've not I've been out two nights in a row, I've not got any crime. And then um the biggest superheroine town gets blasted through this billboard by this new uh, mysterious supervillain called Lightning Storm um, this neon girl being the aforementioned superhero is hospitalized and Geek Girl takes her to hospital and neon girl is, is not sure whether or not she's going to get out so she's kind of like putting it on Geek Girl you dress like a superheroine act like a superheroine go and take down this lightning storm so she's kind of thrown into this world of superheroes without any experience and has has kind of got to learn hard and fast by taking on well by aiming to take down this villain who's just taken out the biggest superheroine in town Greg, are you going to do an r-rated version sam no, no, Geek Girl is, as I say, the, the excuse for the R8 version of the mic was, was largely because of the Deadpool connection. Right, right. Geek Girl is, is more all ages. It's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's my most sort of, like, for example, it, it when I've done conventions, the, the image is quite iconic, this superhero with the glasses, and I've, like, I've had, like, you know, a little girl come past and, and point at the post and just by, oh, Geek Girl. 
not knowing who they are, but it's the, the image has kind of struck a chord. So this is, it's definitely, you know, f- for everyone. I mean, we've got like 16,000 in the Facebook group now. Wow. So, uh, I'm, you know, and I'm going to be, as I say, today's the first day of my sort of official building up towards the, the release, which is, is still to be determined what date that, that will be, but it will be later on in the year. And, uh, yeah, Geek Girl's got got a following from the issue zero, but the issue zero was quite a low key, black and white affair, and um, the artist on the new series is is more of a widescreen, and and the colours fantastic. Carlos Grandos is is the art, uh, uh, Carlos Granda is the artist, and you know I'm pretty excited about this. It's been in the works for a long time, and I've spent a very long time, absolutely fine tuning it, and it's. Uh, you know, it's it's it's. I'm looking forward to it coming out. Now, there's a Geek Girl website, isn't there? It's not a Geek Girl website. Um, the 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 thing at the moment is the the Facebook group because the main okay. thing of the the there was a Geek Girl website, but mm. the main purpose of it was Geek Girl Zero, which is mm. now the only place you can get that now is is directly from me. It had a good run. It had uh, three printings. Um, but now the Sally, the artist on it, she's, it was originally done in 2009 and her, her skills have obviously evolved since then. And the, the, the look of geek girl and what, what's going to be in the mini series has evolved from then. So we kind of put that to bed, but if if you try really hard and ask me nicely, you can get it from me, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense to have a sort of commercial website until we know when the miniseries is coming out and then there, there will be i mean it may not be a, a geek girl website it may just be the publisher website mm-hmm. with um you know a geek girl thing on it mm-hmm. okay now i forgot to ask you mike where do we get your book uh the the is that the island of dr morose yeah uh, you can you can get that uh at, at any local bookstore retail chain if they don't have it on the shelf you can ask for it uh you can also get it online at amazon.com you can you can get it from my website as well, which is mikegagno.ca, M-I-K-E-G-A-G-N-O-N.ca. Okay. Does it have R-rated words in it? Yes, okay. it does. Just, I don't as know why I I'm hung up anything, on it. Uh, yeah, anything yeah, you're all hung up on this. Is this a, <laughs> is this a requisite for you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wayne? It, it generally... Generally, unless I know specifically I'm writing for a young reader market or a market like I've like I've worked for Marvel and obviously I didn't put any swear words in that. But uh, I tend to write characters that I can relate to with uh, an adult perspective and and they use adult words and they get into adult situations. And, And that's that's my viewpoint i guess okay. i'm not anti-young readers mm-hmm. books it's mm-hmm. just there's plenty of people who do that really well and i i feel like my niche is uh is of a more mature audience okay well that's good you know as long as yeah. as long as we make sure everybody knows because i don't want somebody to try to pick up a book and say whoa where did that come from yeah you know because yeah. uh, uh there's that's the thing about comics now there's a wide spectrum going on and we just need to make sure everybody knows what's going on with the good yeah. stuff so you guys are doing great stuff and uh this is one of your last stops on your publicity run so really appreciate the chance to get to talk with you and again, it, it, all the good things that you guys are doing, Sam and Mike, keep it up. It's good right. stuff. Thank you. We've we've got to plug the website. I don't think we've actually mentioned. Yeah. If you want to get um, the Almighty's, it's almightysamass.com. Okay. 
Fantastic. And there'll be updates when when there's when there's news to tell of the 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 new ones. There'll be updates there, and there's also the Almighty is a Mass Facebook group. Okay, well, you guys keep it up. Great stuff and great reading. And R-rated or not, it's worth getting. So be sure to pick them up. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Wayne. All right. Thank you very much. People need dramatic examples to shake them out of apathy, and I can't do that as Bruce Wayne. As a man, I'm flesh and blood. I can be ignored. I can be destroyed, but as a symbol. Get the latest from the comics universe. News, interviews, previews, and reviews. Listen to the weekly Wayne's Comics Podcast so you can keep reading your comics. that's it for this week. Be back next time we'll have another great interview with another terrific comics creator. But until then, keep reading your comics.